I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Helen can't cope with me today, guys. I've just complained to her for about 10 minutes before we started recording. I'm over it. And she's fucking over me. Last week, she was like, oh, I miss you so much, my friend, my beautiful friend. And this week, she's like, let me get this bitch over with. I've had I've had a migraine all week, and oh. today's my first day. No, I'm so happy. My head, like, I cannot explain. I've been on all these forums making friends with all these ladies oh. who all get migraines, and it's actually been really nice. And they call it a migraine disease, which actually makes me feel so great because it's like people who really, you know, don't downplay what it is like. It's really hard. Oh my god, it's the worst. That it's the worst. And also, lockdown has made me realise how much it debilitates my life because normally I just try and really push through but because I'm able to sit with all my feelings the pain, the pain man mm. the pain the pain but anyway today's the first day that I feel so grateful for the head on my shoulders and then I come and I meet you and you <laughs> and you and you've made my head no you you're beautiful you're beautiful I've missed I'm sorry you. No. Maybe watching my catharsis means that you're less likely to get one. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, well, at least I'm not as crazy as that bitch. <laughs> How are you, other than... All the things you said pre-recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Where I literally screamed, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> over and over. Um, yeah. I'm better now. I've like uh, talked to people and seeing other people in the same boat. And, and also really accepting that this is my situation is not ideal. Um, I'm not with family or close friends. And I'm in a tiny flat in one of the most populous areas of the country. So just accepting that it is hard and kind of patting myself on the back a bit and just being like, I'm being brave. Yes, Tilly. Yes, I think that is the nail on the old noggin because so many people I've spoken to are going, oh, well, you know, it could be worse. And of course, of course it could. And it's important to um, be empathetic and considerate of the fact there are people in awful awful situations but it doesn't do you any good to be acting as though you shouldn't be feeling any of the things you're like it's okay if you feel really bad and you and you are doing a really good job just by continuing to cope really and that's to everyone who's listening right now because I think a lot of people will be in worse or better situations but I think if you're someone who has a tendency to self-punish right now it's really hard because you feel like you should be doing more or you should be whatever doing 
an hour of yoga or you should be learning how to make bread. Nah, or... just have a nap, have a bath. I've been watching Dinner Ladies. Oh, have you? So great. Such a great show. Oh, I'm so pleased. I've been watching Succession. Have you seen it? I haven't, but everyone tells me to watch it. I spent £20. <gasps> on the box set? On the first series on Amazon Prime. £20? I don't know if I've ever spent £20 on anything. anything. <laughs> it's really worth every penny. If anyone wants to use my Amazon login uh, so they can Helen, watch you it can't for free. Just, this, is, this is why you get scammed, okay? <laughs> Well, the offer's on the table, guys. It's so good. There's a lot of men in it. I wasn't sure about that because I don't really Mm. like men. (laughs) No, I do. We love them. We love them here at the pod. We love those guys. Especially men who listen to us. Oh, yeah. You're all right. Men who listen to us, on average, have bigger dicks. I heard that. Mm. There was a study. They did a study. What are the the birds called that speak back to you? Where's the car keys? What are they called? My brain's gone completely blank. My granddad had one that always used to go, where's the car keys? Oh, what, like a parrot? Parrot. Parrot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I forgot the word. I forgot the word. It's a symptom of my migraine. She's having guys, a migraine apparently. right now. <laughs> <laughs> what um, is the trigger? Fruit? I think it's speaking to Tilly Steele for longer than <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> a parrot flew over our flat. Chanel! <laughs> My flatmate Mary texts her zoologist friend and apparently there are loads and loads of wild parrots in London. That's a thing. Mm. They live in the parks and things. Do they? In the big green parrots. Mm. It flew over. We thought it was an escape bird and it was like a symbol of what we were all going through. Mm. And then I had a dream that my parents um, surprised me for my birthday by coming round, which was very stressful because coronavirus. And they bought me a parrot and I was really upset because it was in a cage. But I tried to pretend I was grateful. And then I opened the cage to like secretly let it go and pretend it had escaped. And then it flew out of my window and I'm on a third floor flat. And I didn't realise that my parents had clipped its wings. Well, I don't know if it was my parents, but someone so the parrot just fell to its death and you say that i'm depressing (laughs) the difference is you deliver all your fucking depressing shit with a smile like isn't it funny and then it fell to its death Mm. interesting that wonder what that was a metaphor for (laughs) my own insanity This is Bitchin. Every week we talk about a different person. We dissect, we divulge, we vive, idea off track. And who are we talking about this week, Tilly Steele? Why, I, man, Ant and Dick. <laughs> I really can't do a Geordie accent to save my life. No, I, man, me neither. No, I, man. Yes, that's that's famously <laughs> the phrase that the Geordies say. No, I, man. No, I, man. Me neither. Oh, my God. I'm no. Have a stroke. <laughs> I don't know what you Let mean, me man. My, um, my notebook with my my one joke that I've written. <laughs> so much research here at the pod. Um, all I did really was um, all I did really was watch SNTV on YouTube, which I really recommend. Isn't it the best? Yeah. Cat Dealey. Shall I read the Wikipedia? Yep, yeah, absolutely. Ant and Deck are an English TV presenting duo consisting of comedians, TV presenters and rappers. That's what I want our Wikipedia page to say. 
<laughs> Honestly, I was just like, why are we not them? They're having the best time. Anthony McPartland, OBE, born the 18th of November 1975, 44 years old. And Declan Donnelly, OBE, born the 25th of September 1975, from Newcastle-le-Bontine, England. Formed after their meeting as actors on CBBC drama Biker Grove, they Biker pre- Grove. performed together as pop musicians. Biker Grove, PJ and Duncan, the names of their characters from Biker Grove. Once again, so last week we did Noel and Liam, um, which I thought was really fun, so that's why we've done another double act. But once again, I am confronted by the fact that I'm not the most likeable one. <laughs> I am Anne, you're and you are Dick. Ant and I'm the best one. Yeah, you're the best one. But you're the fit one. No offence to Deck. Oh, I think Deck's the fit one. Have you seen him <laughs> on SMTV, Young Deck? Ooh! Yeah, he's cute. Short Kings Rise Up. I fancy the fuck out of Deck. That <laughs> me. I'm in love with Young SMTV Deck doing chums. Oh, he's gorgeous. But also, isn't he just... He seems like a genuinely lovely chap. And just so much fun. They have so much fun together. That's what's, you know. It feels like they're never, they're in on everything. They're never, ever, you know, some people, like the Gallagher brothers, just take themselves so incredibly earnestly, seriously. Mm -hmm. Ant and Deck feel like it's a wink and a nudge all the time, letting you know that you're allowed to laugh at them. Mm. They're gorgeous. They're gorgeous boys. They are. um, There is something special about them together. They're very comforting to watch. Yeah, they're genuine friends, I think, helps. The fact that they go on holiday together and have holiday homes next to each other and they lived on the same street for mm. years and years, opposite each other. It's just sweet. As opposed to you, who will be getting a restraining order against me after the <laughs> lockdown. Oh, uh, um, let's move this permanently to over Zoom. <laughs> this works for me. <laughs> oh, my signal's really bad. Oh, sorry. Bye. <laughs> there's a really cute interview where Dex getting married and um, it's an interview with Jonathan Ross but, and um, he's like oh who's going to be your best man Dex and Ant's like and then they have this like back and forth and then Ant gets more and more irate and then he goes you've got one friend it's me I've got one friend it's you <laughs> <laughs> which is cute that's so cute do you think there is a level of the fact that because apparently they didn't like each other at first when they met on biker grove really i don't know if that's true or at least they weren't immediately best friends but then they bonded over their love of their shared football team newcastle Mm. is it newcastle united we'll go with that it's not whatever you just said (laughs) is it offensive to do a bad geordie accent should i stop it helen it sounds like you're doing an indian accent that's the problem (laughs) with it for god's sake (laughs) How wow. can you not hear what's going I, out of your mouth? You've ruined my day today in so many <laughs> different ways. <laughs> I'm uh, done with this. <laughs> <laughs> Quitting live on air. Um, but yeah, I'm really sorry. But, but do you think there's something about, yes, they were obviously really, really good friends, but also their shared experience of what they've been through together is so unique that there mm. isn't anyone else in their lives who can truly understand that of what they I mean they are so famous they're so famous like in Britain it's ridiculous like it's insane like everyone knows who Ant and Deck are everyone I mean they're, they're maybe they're fine on holiday I'm sure they're fine on holiday unless they see British people mm. but everyone knows the man 
Yeah. And everyone feels like they know them as well. Yeah. It's not like Dermot O'Leary where like you see him in the shop and think, oh, God, I don't really want to have a conversation with Dermot O'Leary. But if you saw Ant and Deck, if you saw any of them anywhere, you'd be like, oh, my God, it's Ant and Deck. Yeah, A-list. Oh, my God. A-listers. But you're right, you feel like you're friends with them. Particularly as well, the fact that they started so young. I've been watching lots of clips of them on Biker Grove. And oh my god, they're cute. Because they were, what, 14 when they started doing that? Non-selling strikes again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to get cancelled. I'm sorry. They're the cutest little buttons in the whole world. They're so cute. Not in a sexual way. (laughs) I'm blind! Ah! When he gets shot with a paintball gun. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> it's really funny. Oh my god, can I watch it? Is it bad acting? <laughs> I can't believe they blind. Yeah, they blinded him in this storyline that was meant to be about the dangers of paintball guns, I guess. But it's like, that's not really <laughs> very useful. Like, they could have. They could have had him do a drug overdose or like, you know, something most people encounter. The thing is, in the early 90s, there wasn't, there was a lot of paintballing going on. Yeah, actually. And unregulated. They didn't have Zoom. Exactly. And those things really hurt. Have you been paintballing? No. Oh. Of course not. I like myself. It's, um, it's the most painful thing I've ever done. Did you have like welts all over your body? Yeah. Bruised welts. It's not for small, delicate ladies i don't think but that's where i my downfall was i really wanted to prove that i wasn't just a small delicate lady that i was <laughs> big and strong and i can take all of the people shooting really hard <laughs> balls at my skin <laughs> Ow. that is the difference between you and me because i'd be like okay i'm out i don't need any of this and you'd be like I have to be the best or I'm a failure. Let's go. And then I hid under a bush and cried. I was in so much pain. (laughs) Mood. Huge mood. Did you know that they bought the rights? They bought Biker Grove as a concept since it finished. Because they're so rich. God, they're so rich. You just buy whatever. Just buy Biker Grove in case they ever want to, you know, do anything Bring it back. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not ever going to come back now, is it? TV's moved on. Did you ever know them as rappers? Did you know them as PJ and Duncan? No. That was before our time, wasn't it? Biker Grove. A couple of years before our time. Uh, To me, they're Pop Idol. Pop Idol and Ant Dex Saturday Night Takeover. And I'm a celeb. And SMTV. And SMTV. I forgot the most important one, SMTV. That's that's where I always... My favourite bit was when um, they used to play Wonky Donkey and Deck would get really mad. That was my favourite. Oh my god, I'd forgot. Because remember, it had to rhyme, but people would ring up <laughs> and say really stupid answers and he would, like, kick off. Oh my god. Did you ever send in a big crisp? No, I forgot about that. The big crisps? Oh my god. I used to save all my big crisps to send in to Ant and Deck and Cat Dooley. Did you, did you ever send one in? I don't know if I ever did or if I just saved them up in a little um, sandwich bag. I mean, they had to be big. Yeah, they did. I'm sure some people were kidding themselves with the crisps they were sending in. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But isn't the thing with Ant and Dec that people don't, can't tell them apart? So Deck always stands on the right of the screen as you're looking at it and Ant always stands on the left. Because for years and years, particularly before the controversy with Ant, where they became a little bit more... They were just known as Ant and Deck as an amorphous... There's kind of... There's sort of um, comfort in that, I think. Yeah. Stops people getting too close, I think. If they see you as like a entertainment entity there's a way of putting a bit of distance mm. i think between who you are and who ant and deck is i agree but it's why they're also so likable because so many like for example with liam and neil neil who's neil <laughs> fucking hell liam and noel the reason that the split happens is because of is because of a slight competitive edge between those double act whereas with Ant and Deck it just feels like that does that sort of um individualism does not exist at all like it doesn't feel like any one of them is interested in doing anything without the other one of them like they I think they to... just know that they're fucking blessed to be Ant and Deck Ant and Deck <laughs> like they just get to have fun for a living yeah and like making yeah. tv as we know from <laughs> being on the te- being on the television back in the day back in the day when i was on tv that one time <laughs> two years ago um unlike helen you can catch her any day of the week um it's difficult and it's long hours actually so if you're not with someone who makes you laugh a lot it's kind of excruciating actually there must be so many people who feel really trapped by the pressure to be that constant entertainer and you see it so often with like the Michael Barrymore's or the Chris Tarrant's where the sort of fame is just unsustainable for that length of time which is what's amazing about Anton Deck I mean they literally hold the Guinness World Records for the duo uh, for the most national television awards won consecutively for breast presenter I think it was something like 14 years in a row or something insane for breast presenter for breast presenter <laughs> I wish. I I present my breasts to Deck. Hundred <laughs> percent. He can get it. Ant can get it too. I'm 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 into Ant. So we fancy each other. That's oh, what we're that's saying. Basically, so nice. That is nice. But it's why I, I think it's unsurprising, you know, Ant Ant having his issues with addiction and stuff. I think we were all mm. really shocked because they they do present as such a happy go lucky, wholesome family, yeah, friendly vibe, yeah. But the pressures of of fame and of that amount of money as well must have a huge impact on you and 
you know i'm sure that we don't quite know the level although it, they appear to be having constant fun and a really nice life and i think they probably are to the most part there must be demons that come with that as well and pressures that come should with we, that should we read about it on the on the wiki yeah Oh, he's a Tory. Why? Oh, no. Why do I do this show? No. Oh, it's ruined forever. Why does it say that? Was mainly a Labour Party supporter until the 2010 election when he voted for the Conservatives. In February 2013, he told The Guardian that he would struggle to vote for either political party in the future. Okay. 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 That's that's a bit more complicated than just... Mm. Okay, I don't mind that so much. Yeah, so he he was um, married to his longtime girlfriend Lisa Armstrong until 2018, and then he married his longtime personal assistant. Well, not didn't marry her, but is in a relationship with her. Um, so in 2015, McPartland went into hospital for an operation to treat his knee and was advised to take prescription drugs to combat pain. Over the course of the following two years, he slowly became addicted to taking the drugs along with alcohol, including use before television appearances. Uh, in 2017, checked himself into rehab, and then in March the next year was when the drunk driving arrest uh, happened. Uh, the following day, he met with DEC and ITV and suspended further presenting duties, and then he really did the right thing because he took a really long break to focus on his recovery. Um, he was clearly, you know, it, like, obviously drunk driving is a bad thing to have done. Um, but, you know, I think you can see how something like that could get out of control, especially when it starts as something that is legitimate, you know, oh, I've been giving these drugs to help me. And they're so addictive. Um, and the fact that he took such a long break after it happened, I think, shows that he was remorseful and that he was taking his recovery seriously. And I think it's a real testament to their friendship with each other as well that Deck has been clearly really incredibly supportive and stood by him and that they've gone through it together, really, and come out the other side of it from what we can tell. Yeah, because he could have been like, oh, no, absolutely not, I'm not doing this anymore. You're a liability. You're going to make me look bad. Yeah. But you didn't do that. Yeah. Because they're cute. They've got life insurance against each other. If one of them dies. Yeah. Guess how much for? Well, I guess it's like their earnings, isn't it, for the future? Yeah. 10 million? About 1 million. Yeah, it's not loads, is it? It's probably like what they earn in a month. Yeah, so they, in 2007, they signed a 30 million, two and a half year contract with ITV. So, how much do you think that they are worth? 30 million each? Yeah. Was I on the money? You're on the money about that. Oh, wait, no. Estimated to be worth around £62 million each. Pretty crazy. And where are they now when we need them? They're doing takeaway, innit? Saturday night. They're doing takeaway. Via Zoom. Are they doing it via Zoom? <laughs> oh, God. It's bleak, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, I love it. I'm into that. I don't mind all that stuff. Have you been watching Have I Got News For You? It's, it's, nope. It's really satisfying. Why would I do that? It's so satisfying to see no audience laughing at them. <laughs> <laughs> I like their appearance on Love Actually. Oh, was that with the bit with Bill Nye? 
Yeah. Become a pop star, kids. They give them to you for free. Iconic. Iconic. Bill Nye is classic. Someone put something the other day. I can't remember what site it was on. I think it might have been on Reddit or on Twitter. I don't know. Um, basically saying they saw Bill Nye at like a crossing with a really big book under his arm. And they went, <clears throat> they were in the car, but the windows wound down. And they went, oh my God, is that Bill Nye with a really big book under his arm? And Bill Nye turned to them where they'd, because he'd heard them. And he went, yes, it is Bill Nye with a really big book under his arm. And just walked oh off. God. I love him. He's so great. That's amazing. I think that's us. We mainly talked about our own personal issues, but um, fuck it. It's our show. You can't stop us. You can't. You physically can't at the moment anyway. So there you go. <laughs> don't overthink it. You know, that's what we say on this show. Just don't overthink it. Just go with it. All right. Just enjoy your lives. Like the things you like. Dislike the things you dislike. And have you seen that Oasis have put out a new song? Noel's dig- digged out an old track, hasn't he? Yeah, and then Liam's kicked off going, just because his own music won't sell, he's trying to put out our old, um, like, crap recordings of early stuff. Oh. Classic. The never-ending. The never-ending saga. Okay, well, thanks so much for listening, everybody. You're doing amazingly. Thanks um, for listening. Follow us on the Twits and the Instas, and do slide into the DMs if you've got any one you would like us to talk about. Yes, please. Um, especially any more double acts. It's quite a fun trend we're on at the moment of double acts, actually. Quite yeah, like I'm it. Into it. Um, we probably won't be doing anyone serious and or political at the moment. Um, so don't suggest Donald Trump. Don't do it. It would just be, a, we'd have to do a three part hour long. It would just be me doing my Donald Trump impression throughout the whole thing. Listen, Helen, what you have to understand about the dead all is you don't put it in your mouth, you rub it on the skin. That's absolutely amazing. So we could do an interview with Donald Trump, but that's, I'm not, I'm not going to think about him beyond parodying parodying Par- parodying him i'm not going to think about I'm just it thinking that. how i can make some money off of <laughs> helen you already make so much money out of me selling my feet pics online <laughs> you've never seen a more helen monks in your life she's so helen-y she's so monks <laughs> We can't believe it. We're excited. Yay! I'm going to make that my ringtone. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, we love you. We love you. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends. Stay safe. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Bitchin', a podcast by Tilly Steele and Helen Brooks. Our music was by Dave Cribb, and our artwork was by Luke W. Robson. Great 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.